Mayfair is a company that houses some of uh, Marcus Eustace's assets. Um, it is not an uncommon structure for you know very wealthy individuals to have a company that manages their financial affairs, um, and and this could be one of those companies for Marcus Eustace. In there, um, there are different subsidiaries. In one of them, called Mayfair Speculators, um, the a lot of these property assets, his uh, many shares in Steinoff, um, as well as his racehorse, uh, you know, business uh, and racehorses are housed. So it, it is not a, something, you know, sinister per se. Um, it is just a structure to manage his finances. But like all companies, uh, they you know, incur debt, they seek finances. There's quite a lot of money which apparently is owed to various banks. Tell us about that. Yes, um, you know, APSA, it started with APSA bringing a liquidation application for one of the subsidiaries within the Mayfair Holdings Group, which is Mayfair Speculators. And uh, about 226 million rand is being owed to APSA. Um, and according to court papers, um, 1.2 billion is the total debt of the company. Other amounts are due to Investec and Sunlum. Um, and uh, most of that debt, uh, especially in the case of APSO, was secured by Steinoff shares. Um, and there were several uh, conditions on that debt. Uh, you know, the, the security of the Steinoff shares must uh, remain at a certain level and must be uh, at least 50% more than the outstanding debt. Now, obviously, the Steinoff shares fell from about 60 rand to 5 rand, um, which uh, reduced that value significantly. And it could not cover the APSA, um, you know, loan anymore. So that's why APSA, you know, applied for uh, this company to be liquidated to repay their debt. And Investec, I understand, uh, is owed about $250 million. Sunlum, uh, through its uh, capital arm, $800 million. That's a lot of money, obviously. But of most, when it does get sinister, perhaps, is the suggestion by APSA that money was transferred out of this company at a time when Marcus Eustace knew things were going bad, right? Yes, this is the big, big issue here. Um, in August, now, in August, uh, he transferred, he was still a director of the company then, 1.5 billion in assets, property, uh, and, and other assets was transferred from Mayfair speculators to the holding company Mayfair Holdings. Now, the effect of that was that if Mayfair speculators was liquidated, there was assets, um, of, you know, minus 1.5 billion in there. Um, and it looks from this perspective, from what we currently know, um, that, you know, in August, the uh, German authorities, um, you know, it became clear that they were investigating possible irregularities. And APSA contends that this is when Marcus Eusta became aware of it and he moved it out of that company, maybe to reduce his exposure to a possible liquidation application, as what we're currently seeing. And that could be significant. Um, you know, South African liquidation legislation is actually quite strict, and that's why this, those transactions can be scrutinized um, if the company goes in liquidation and uh, would, could also be liquidated to um, repay the debts, um, you know, to Sunlum, Investec, and APSA. 
One of the only officials, uh, I think, who sort of uh, seems to be remaining there, Stefan Potkiet has basically admitted the company is insolvent, as you would uh, expect in this situation where a lot of the assets it was sitting on in terms of those debts have essentially evaporated. But now let's talk about the role of Danny van der Merwe, who seems to be intricately linked to this as well. And he's one of the people that Steinhoff has now put in charge of uh, its operations moving forward. Surely those two together do not paint a pretty picture for Steinhoff. No, it doesn't. Remember that Stefan Potgitter is Marcus Juster's son-in-law, um, and he's the only remaining director of Mayfair. Yeah, listen, you know, there are many people involved in this whole saga, um, and there is a lot that we don't know what is going on. We don't know what the irregularities are. We don't know what the uh, allegations of irregularities are. We don't know the status of many of the investigations. And what needs to happen here is a full-scale investigation into what is happening. Um, uh, We need to get uh, audited statements out as quickly as we can. And until that happens, all we can do is speculate as to what went wrong and and if it was uh, deliberate or why it happened. Um, you know, and I th- hopefully this hearing, um, this liquidation application hearing, uh, which is set to be to happen next year, uh, will shed some light on some of those issues. Speaking there to Rekvan Nikok, uh, editor from MoneyWeb, uh, looking at a background on Mayfair. We're going to talk about what took place in Cape Town this morning. Very important ruling, I suppose, in terms of what APSA was seeking against uh, Mayfair speculators. And Bulelani Philip was in court there today and joins us for more. Bulelani, good afternoon to you. Thanks for making some time to speak to us on Midday Live. I have managed to see some of the allegations or what's included in those court papers about how APSA tried to, you know, get some of its money back. Take us through what the particular salient points of what Judge Siraj Desai had to say about that today. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Stephen, and to the listeners. Essentially, today's case, in as much as it has been postponed indefinitely, uh, there were two applications uh, that were brought by APSA. Uh, the first one was that uh, it was seeking, uh, you know, the freezing of the assets uh, of uh, this company uh, that is linked to Steinoff, which uh, is a uh, Mayfair uh, speculator, and it's one of the companies that has been controlled uh, by the former uh, chief uh, executive of Steinoff, uh, Mr. Marcus Yoster. Uh, the at the bank uh, is actually was asking the court that the assets of uh, you know this uh, Mayfair speculator uh, must be frozen and that they must not be disposed by the company so that it is in a position uh, to recover the debt that is owned by that company. Uh, the second application that has been sought uh, by APSA was that uh, it's seeking uh, to try and liquidate the company so that it can recover you know uh, as much money as it it can from the assets that are remaining in that. Company. Company so that uh, it can settle uh, this uh, debt of 226 uh, million rand. Now, in court today, both parties had agreed that uh, this matter be postponed and that the assets of uh, Mayfair speculators uh, be also be frozen until the next court date. Now, the exact date has not been set uh, due to the fact that uh, the court is going into recess and uh, the judge president has not actually had sight uh, to actually try and fit in uh, this application uh, in terms of the 
data and scheduling. And therefore, uh, the data for the next uh, hearing or appearance will only be determined uh, in the first week uh, of, uh, you know, the resumption of the court, uh, you know, a pro, uh, 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 court term, which will be probably in early February. Judge Desai made the point, of course, that it's not only APSA which is affected. We know a lot of money uh, from Sunlam as well as Investec. Uh, but it's got broader, far-reaching consequences because of the links with uh, Steinhoff. I know you tweeted one or two pages from uh, the, the papers which were filed in court about the difficulty APSA had in, in contacting this company. Tell us about that. Yes, I can confirm that in the court papers uh, that have been put before the court is that uh, this matter has been, you know, dragging uh, since the beginning of uh, this month uh, when the <coughs> CEO uh, of Steinoff uh, was uh, since resigned, Mr. Marcus Yosta resigned. You know, you recall that, you know, the share price uh, of, of, of the company actually tumbled, which actually had a knock-on effect on these other companies that he had a sight of. And now one of the provisions in the agreement between APSA and uh, Mayfair speculators was that uh, the share price, uh, once it had, you know, dropped to below 50% of the actual debt, therefore that the, the company was in breach of that condition. And therefore, APSA sought to actually try and remind uh, Mayfair speculators that it was in breach of, of, of the, of the uh, uh, agreement. And uh, apps, uh, uh, the, then the company therefore also came and uh, acknowledged that it was commercially insolvent. And therefore, that's when the APSA demanded that they actually settle the debt and uh, the company could not do so, which is why they then approached the court. Now, in the in the history that APSA is bringing up is that it's also citing uh, that uh, it, it appeared as if that uh, Mr. Marcus was the foresaw that uh, the companies uh, would, uh, you know, run into trouble and therefore declared a dividend of about 1.5 billion rand in August. And therefore, uh, what the uh, bank is saying is that it seems as if he had foresight of, of, of the troubles that the companies uh, would uh, 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 suffer. And therefore, that's why he declared that money uh, as dividends. And therefore, they say that those monies ought to be, or that transaction ought to be investigated.